All right, I'm hanging up. Are we done? Wait, no. We, do, we even on. talk about any code? Is that a metaphor? John, are you okay? Oh. <laughs> Is that code? Or are, are we not paying enough attention to you now? You, you just... Is that it? This whole show needed to be about you? I'm sorry. You're listening to PHP Ugly episode 123. I'm John Congdon. Happy to be here. With me as always is Tom Rideout. Hey, hey, I'm happy you're here too. And the plug puller, Eric Van Johnson. <laughs> Ooh, that... Okay, opening with a story. <laughs> what? Are you... Yo, can we just have a couple private moments? Is that possible? No, no. I don't think anything's ever private. It's not meant to be. Everything is shared on the air, on line. So no, but nobody had anything exciting to happen this week. I guess we can just wrap this show up early. Yes, yeah, nothing to talk about. I'm ready. I'm tired. Ready for bed. Let's 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 go ahead and, and just jump into it since you've already let the cat out the bag there, Congdon. You scooped yourself. It's not like we're trying to trying to have a show here to draw people in. Oh no, my. just go ahead and give give them the stuff away for free. Why don't you? Let's oh my! Do that. Share a story just with my family me. and friends. Whatever. Kill me. Selfish. Killing me. Literally, apparently, I'm literally killing you. That is good to hear. I've only heard that about a dozen times now. Boy, it feels better every time somebody says it to me. Yeah, so what are, what are you drinking there, Eric? I'm drinking scotch, Thomas. I've got a, I've got a nice Tangerine Express stone. Nice, nice. Uh, I've, what, I've do got a, there, what do you have there, I've John? got a wonderful bottle of water. Oh, not... Very, uh, very tasty and refreshing. Not drinking? This is like water. It's just scotch-flavored yeah, water. it's aged water. Ah, yeah. Mm. Nah, I figured take it easy for a little bit on the, the old drinking. Why is that? <laughs> as we're, as people are like, they either know or they're pulling their hair out. Uh, had a little incident this past weekend. My birthday was on Monday. Big incident. Happy happy birthday. Yeah, yes. happy birthday. Happy birthday, you know. Duh. You're getting older, John. Yeah, except for you the need fact to that... think about your health. Except for the fact that you think about Saturday night I decided... That's a perfect time to have a heart attack. <laughs> no. Okay. It, it was a minor heart attack. Obviously, I'm fine. I'm talking to you bozos still. So it's it's all good. Yeah, I, you... I laid I laid out the like the entire timeline of events on my website just because I had a lot of people asking me more details. And oh my gosh, as I wrote that out, I sat in my office crying, like full on put my head in my hands for a couple of minutes just tears flowing it was all right well try, try to keep it together for the show you know because i will make fun of you if you start crying here on the show yeah, yeah i don't think and that's possible to do it'll be weird because i'll be muting it throughout <laughs> the edit so it'll just be eric making fun of you all all the quiet sobbing will get caught in the uh normalize <laughs> funny so so the, let's rehash the story Let's do it. Let's get it out the way. Sure. Let's get Sa- it out there. Saturday night, my wife just went out to a book club with some friends. I put the kids down to bed, came into the office, did a little bit of work. Then all of a sudden, noticed this weird pain in my chest. And it went all the way through to my back. So it was 
upper back as well. And of course, I had the, the first thought of, oh crap, I've got high blood pressure. Is this, is this a heart thing? But then realized, oh, Saturday morning, ran a 5K uh, with the family, pushing a stroller with, with two kids in it. Went out to lunch and on the way back to the car, carried two kids at the same time, about a quarter mile. So now I'm thinking I just strained my back or, you know, did something stupid. Pulled some kind of muscle. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. didn't think it was the heart muscle. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I was, I think, just denying it to myself what was going on and had had trouble sleeping that night and then read up a little bit. And of course... WebMD will scare the crap out of you no matter what you read. And <laughs> so I talked about a couple of things like go to uh, call 911. Don't drive yourself to the hospital. You know, get to ER right away. What do I do? Nothing. Because <laughs> I, I also read Take a something nap. else. Sleep that, on it. Yeah. I, I read something else that it, it could just be inflammation. So I took some Advil and was able to get some sleep. <laughs> I'm so glad your wife is smarter than you. <laughs> well, the real problem was I had plans the next day to get haircuts with my kids and go see go to a baseball game in a suite and have just a great day with my boys. So I chose to do that and was feeling better in the morning. So I, again, just put it out of my mind. And then during the game, I was telling Eric, yeah, I think I'm going to take the... When I get home with the kids, I'm going to go have this checked out. I'm sure it's nothing, uh, but I'm going to go get it checked out. And sure enough, get in there, get all the tests run. The The nurse that checked me in asked me what I did to strain the chest wall. So put my mind at ease. Yep, this is nothing more than a strain. I'll be out of here in you know, an hour or two after they run their tests. And then I had the doctor tell me, nope, you had a mild heart attack. We're transferring you to another hospital. Yeah, was well, not fun. It, yeah, that is. It, it took a while to process. And the weird part was... I called my wife to say, to tell, let her know what was happening, and I was fine up until I said the words "mild heart attack" to her on the phone, and I broke down. And I'm in a ER room that has a glass wall and the curtains wide open. And I'm in there by myself, and there are other patients just on the other side talking, and they look in and they see me, and it was a short conversation because she's, of course on the phone calling her brother to come watch the kids so she could be there with me. And after I hung up with her, I was just trying to compose myself, trying to calm down. And the, <laughs> the patients outside the window are like knocking like, uh, are you okay? Do you need us to get a nurse for you? <laughs> you know, I'm fine. It was not a fun time. So you said in your post that you... You were feeling 95% better, but told yourself you were feeling 100% better. Yeah. I think there was still a little... Because it wasn't pain. That was a big thing. It wasn't pain in the chest. It was discomfort. And I felt like if I cracked my back, it felt better for a period of time and then would start hurting again. So Sunday morning, I was just convincing myself I was okay enough, or I was okay and I was going to go through with my plans for the day. Take the kids to the ball game and have a great day with them so I, I mean i think it's fair to say that if you watch the podcast and you were just to throw like a guess out there which one of us would have a heart attack first 
<laughs> you're at the bottom of the list. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so. That, that's what I was I was talking about. I'm like I'm like how uh, how unfair can life be? It's like you have here you have John. The guy goes out plays ultimate a couple times a week. We've talked in the past several times about how stringent and adamant he is about a balanced work-life schedule. Um, you know, eats well. Uh, you know, he he's just he he he, he he's just kind of, he's not a beacon of good health, but he works hard at at, at being healthy. You got me, the big ass slob who works, you know, 15, 16 hours a day. He doesn't get his fat ass off a chair, even though I have a standing desk. I, I never use it because, you know, standing is too much, exerts it's, too much energy. So yeah, I just he pulls up here. a bar stool when he switches to the standing desk. I, I haven't, I haven't <laughs> run. I can't tell you the last time I ran. I mean, there hasn't been a big enough dog yet to make me run anywhere. Uh, there's, I mean, it's just ridiculous. I'm, I'm substantially older than than uh than john is i mean i don't want to throw out ages there but he did just have his 41st birthday i'm just you know i'm not going to say how old he is exactly but he's 41 and it's just you know to to, to hear this to get that message from 42. john it's like you're not very good at math but that's okay where 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 is this coming from how does this happen the camera oh, adds yeah. a year <laughs> that's what happened how does how does being forty two happen? No, how do you end up with the heart attack oh, of us? I thought, of, of the three I thought you were us, making a joke why... about make, making a mistake on the age. Um, no, I was trying to play through, but uh, but, but, but as usual, it, thanks for pointing out my flaws yeah. constantly, John. You're I don't know what I would do without you. You're welcome. Gee, so I've I've come to the conclusion that it's ninety five percent hereditary. My grandfather had a heart attack in his sixties. My dad had a heart attack with a five-way bypass uh, in his 50s. Mm. My uncle, my dad's brother, had a heart attack in his 30s. So it was pretty much bound to happen. So I, I would imagine, given the nerds that we are, that you're pretty much an expert on heart attacks now. Mm, nope. No? I, no. No, not at all. You haven't, like, spent just the last several days sitting there reading? No. I don't want to know. I put my head in the sand. <laughs> my wife's reading way too much. It's like, I know what I need to do. It's I'm now on a cocktail of medications that I'm taking constantly, which I need to go take one right now. <laughs> uh, I, we'll, we'll hold, I, and we'll, I gotta, we'll talk behind your back at all. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta oh, pull back on the drinking a little bit and cut back on the red meat. It, red meat's my downfall right there. When I go out to dinner, I'm often going to get a steak. Go ahead. What are you going to say? I was, David David was chiming in on the Discord channel saying that the virtual reality, John, looks just like you, and it's almost like you're still here. <laughs> almost. So, yeah, that was the big news. It was... It was not fun. I did get a, a very surpri very big surprise in the hospital. Monday night after the uh, angiogram that I had, I had to stay a second night. My wife left, and I'm just falling asleep off peacefully. I finally don't have... Uh, I have the IV needles in my arm, but I don't, I'm not connected to anything. So I can move around a little more freely. Drifting off to sleep, and who walks in? Eric. 
barges into my room, trying to pull plugs. <laughs> I told you, I told you, I come in, and, and, and first thing, it's like seven o'clock, okay? It's not, <laughs> it's not like it's midnight or anything, but you know, you know how it is. You're in the hospital, you can't get out of bed, so seven o'clock is bedtime. So I come in, I don't barge in, I slip in. <laughs> There's a groggy John, and all I do is I reach over, I'm like, shh, go back to sleep, I'm just going to unplug a few things, you had a good life, let go. <laughs> it was really nice seeing you, it was it was unexpected. I was going to say, that's a lot better than, like, if John Cena showed up, or, like, Captain America, like, Chris Evans in full Captain America, because then the doctors, you know the doctors didn't tell you the whole truth, something way worse is going on. <laughs> You think you think you're in full recovery and the Avengers show up. That's not a good sign. <laughs> I'm so confused now. That threw me for a loop. <laughs> Whatever. So yeah, I just kept unplugging his phone. That's that's all that's all there was to unplug, so Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much the same thing he as pulled unplugging through. me. He pulled through. So you were at the hospital Monday night or Sunday night? Started Sunday night. So I went to the ER Sunday evening. And then stayed over. I was transferred to a, a hospital with a cardiac unit. Stayed overnight and had the angiogram Monday morning, which was my actual birthday. So that's literally that's my so confusing. My entire uh, birthday was in the hospital, and then recovery was that day, that night for monitoring, and went home the next day. I was home before lunch. I think I left around ten fifteen, ten twenty. So here's here's the confusing thing for me is that Monday, Eric said on the Slack channel that you were going to be out of the office today and didn't have a computer, and he just seemed like in such a great mood. Like the whole, <laughs> he just seemed so excited the whole day. I, I thought that he was just talking about your birthday and everyone was happy you were having a good birthday, but if he, if he knew when he wrote, the, I'm not sure if you've read this, it's, jo- it's, it. it's joyous. Go ahead and read it. Let's Thomas. all wish John good luck on his job interview. <laughs> well, you got to read the whole thing to, to put it I, to put it the context. Right. That's so I didn't, I no, was, I didn't do that because that would have put it in context. What I was trying to do was I was trying to avoid people from from trying to mention John. I was, I was trying to make it very clear that John didn't have access to a computer, that he was going to be able to respond to anybody. Don't bother him. And that's what I was stating. And then, of course, to be funny, because that's how I handled stress, I said, let's all wish him luck on his job interview. <laughs> you know how John handles stress. Yeah, apparently he has heart a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> a little bitch. Yeah, what's uh, this? Uh, 938 says, typical John half-assing it. Couldn't go the extra mile and have a major heart attack. I mean, come on. If you're going to do something, put some effort into it. That was after I told everyone I had a mild heart attack, right? Who the fuck wrote that? How insensitive could somebody possibly be? You're right. You know, we did open this with me talking about how if I if I get too insensitive, you have to let me know. But Eric's really set the bar high. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and like I said, a few people have pointed out that you know that some of this could probably contributed to me. So that makes me feel fantastic. All right. Mm-hmm. Enough of that. We've spent way too much time on me. No, no, on. we're not done. We're not done. Oh, so done. <laughs> no. 
I, so how's, how's your mental state? I mean, like beyond this is a terrifying thing to happen. I, like I, I was back to work Wednesday morning, yesterday morning, and I've been fine. Uh, went to the cardiologist today. Uh, I thought I wouldn't be able to lift the kids or do anything strenuous for two weeks. Uh, but talk to him today. He's like, no, you're, you can lift the kids, which takes a huge burden off of my wife because she was, you know, having to get the two year old in and out of the crib every single day, which normally I get, you know, we share that. Uh, yeah. I'm sure that was a really big concern for her. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was also me. I, I, it's what I do. I hold the kids. I, you know, yeah. I like going in and getting my two-year-old out of his crib in the morning, or reading to him at night, singing to him, putting him back into the crib. So, I did miss so that listen, for a few days. I'm I'm gonna put the disclaimer out here. I am not a quote-unquote certified doctor, but I do have a lab coat and a stethoscope in my uh, closet for those special nights. And he does have Web, WebMD on his computer. And I need to just take a moment to step back. And let's see if we can't fix this. Let's see if we can't nip this in the bud. It's not the bud that, that had a problem. What in your life recently changed to add this additional stress? Cause it's not me. He had a heart I've attack. Been, I've been bugging you for years. <laughs> so you, you've definitely built up a tolerance with me. Something recently has changed in your life that brought more stress to your life. Any idea what could have waved over you not a clue not a clue come splashing splashing (laughs) surrounding you Uh, if you're watching if you're watching the youtube stream that was kind of funny holding up the (laughs) holding up the wave php shirt over my over my face (laughs) that that was the first thing that came to my mind i'm like oh my god we almost killed john jesus christ our conference killed a person it's, 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 they asked me a lot about stress, so it's of course was a concern to me as well. But at this point, I'm like, but I'm two weeks out from that, and the stress once we got through it felt like completely gone. But maybe it was the stress before it building up that contributed something. I really don't know. Yeah, it was it was the stress that was that was keeping the blood pumping, and then once the stress was gone, all the pressure relieved and just. <laughs> I, I, blew a I tell hole. you what. I am honestly coming down off of a high from Wave PHP. I'm feeling it this week. Like after, during Wave PHP and rat, for like the week after, it was like euphoric for me. And now I'm like I'm crashing, man. I feel like a like a like this must be like what rock stars uh, feel like when when their career is like over, or because it's like I it was like so fantastic and I was so excited and. It was just so, I felt so complete as a person. Like, now I sit down at my desk. I, I did it this week. I sat, to, I sat down at my desk. I opened up Storm. I started doing some coding. I'm like, this sucks, man. I want to be doing the conference again. That was so much more fun. Uh, fun. Fun, yes, during the conference. Leading up to was not. No, it was, it was. It wasn't too bad. I mean, it was, there were some last minute things and, and I think that's what made it so enjoyable to, to get everything to come together the way it did and, yeah. and have everything just fire on all cylinders. It's, yeah, that's what really made it enjoyable. So, but that, that is quite honestly the, f- probably one of the first things that came to my mind. 
when I found out about this. I'm like, oh, you know, what are we doing at the office? You know, what's what what are our project workloads at? You know, this that. I'm like, holy crap, Wave PHP. Yeah, do do we do we really take another moment to evaluate our commitment to continue to move forward with Wave PHP? Yeah, it's things like that. It's just it was crazy. And of course, I'm sure some of it was overreaction. I mean, it was, after all, a mild heart attack. Like, yes. it wasn't yeah. like a major heart attack. So, <laughs> so there's still some, still some wiggle room there to, to kind of really put you over the edge. This is one yeah. of those like bump the chest three times, cough it out type situations. Yeah. Crack the back a handful of times, you're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, I, like I said, it's it's probably ninety five plus percent hereditary. It's not. Not stress because, like you said, work-life balance. I'm really good about doing exercise. Is yeah. Once again, like who would have thought relief. it'd be John? Yeah. So <laughs> work-life balance is normal. <laughs> yep. Hello, Morpheus. Happy you're you're watching your first live stream. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's not a bummer. <laughs> we got a uh, yeah yeah. Normally, it's you know the show is. Well, better than this. I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. say good, but, you know, it's not these kumbaya, eat healthy moments. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks for ruining my uh, doom and gloom segment, though. <laughs> really just trampled that one. Oh, yeah? Well, I should have waited until you started the... your doom and gloom segment. Like, nope, I'm going to trump that one. <laughs> Save it for the end. <laughs> Got to hang out with John a little bit yesterday. He's just like, stop standing around corners and screaming. <laughs> I'm not, it's too soon. I'm like, what? Why are yeah. you popping bubble wrap right now? That seems unnecessary. Yeah, he, he decided he's going to try and add a little more stress into our into our marriage here. He wants, you know, we got, he, he wants you to, got to make the muscle stronger. That's he, what you do. You just, now, now he wants you to know, you push through it. Uh, commit us to over a year lease in an office space. You've ruined the surprise. <laughs> That's okay. There's other surprises. So, oh my goodness. Looks like, <gasps> we're, looks like we're going to have a Diego Dev office again. A, a real genuine office this time. Not just a room. An office office. Yeah. Not renting a, a one of the like co-working spaces. Yeah. It's going to be really weird. Yeah, it's, it is. It's going to be... I mean, it's like... Just like thinking about the things. So... so I'm sorry, I think I'm getting ahead. So yeah, to John's point, we, we've been looking at office spaces for a while now uh, at the AEW. I mean, it's probably been, for me, it's been about six months. I've been looking at looking at spaces. Easily, yeah. Um, and, you know, it, it's still one of these things where nobody's going to be required to come into the office, but we do, we do get a lot of requests uh, from developers of, you know, wanting a, a place to work from time to time. Wanting a place to get together and brainstorm from time to time. And so, I don't know. I, I felt like we were at a point where it, it wouldn't hurt us to have an office. Um, there, there's the money aspect of it. but So we've been looking. And yeah, that's one of the things I think... Well, I don't think. I know John and I has have settled on a, on a place now. And um, it's going to be a while before we can move in. Because they're going to they're gonna do some work to the office for us. And... And you gotta get it set up. You gotta install that uh, automatic defibrillator thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Want to put one of those on the wall? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's weird because it's like John and I were talking about. It. I'm like, 
we gotta buy furniture. Like it's 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 one of these offices where all you're getting is a space. You know, you've gotta you've gotta pay your own electric bill. You gotta pay your internet. You've gotta furniture you know put furniture in there. So yeah, it's gonna be different. I think I I'm going to set up and. Um, it's close enough to my house. It's uh, we we it's talked about this another... is your house. It's around the corner from we, you. We talked about another place uh, we we're looking at, which was actually closer to my place. But uh, yeah, I think I think I'm probably going to go full hog in there for a while and see see how I like it. Um, but yeah, it's going to be fun. You got to come back down, uh, Thomas, and check it out. Yeah, give me uh, fifty weeks. <laughs> When he comes back to Wave PHP, it's uh, oddly specific. Yeah. <laughs> We're two weeks out. <laughs> I, got, I got you. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm counting it. down. I've got a little countdown timer for myself. Except we are talking about possibly moving the dates. Uh, actually, the the organizers of Cascadia PHP reached out to us because we were back to backs. There was uh, Cascadia PHP the week before, and then which was North- literally your greatest fear setting up the dates in the first place right and northeast mm-hmm. php was the the same days as ours so we were already talking about shifting and then cascadia reached out and said hey can we discuss time frames for next year so that we don't step on each other's toes which is awesome yeah yeah so so we may be moving it, it, it's hard to decide though because the, there's there's a piece of me where i didn't like it being so late in the year um and we talked about this. Uh, there, you know, there's the issue with sponsorship money running out. Everybody says they've already spent their uh, their conference funds for sponsorship. Same thing with uh, with developers who just want to attend, where their work would pay for them going to a conference. They they have the same thing. It's like, oh yeah, I've already spent my my uh, funds for conferences this year. So we we talked about moving it up, but you know, being in San Diego, it's like we really want people out of towners to have a chance to appreciate san diego weather when other weather isn't great and so that window gets a lot a lot smaller and um yeah i don't know i don't want to move it up too much further but the uh, cascadia is actually moving theirs back a couple weeks so which is kind of what i wanted to do with ours but it's still in other words it's still up in the air you might be waiting 50 weeks 40 weeks, 60 weeks. We don't know. Well, I mean, I'm sure I'll end up in town before then, but, uh, you know, if we get that money. <laughs> yeah, so, that, that will definitely be one of the initial objectives this time. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, I was going to say, going back to what we were talking about was the office. We're actually going to have a, a nice big space for our developers to be working at multiple offices it's gonna be a good space and i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna make an effort to work out of there a lot too just to change it up i wish i had an office isn't that weird it's like after working remote as long as i mean i i've only been working remote for what's been three five years now three Uh, years now i was gonna say three to four yeah yeah, so I, I let's let's call it we'll call it four years. We'll split the difference. I I've been working remote for four years, and where ninety percent of the time, as an individual, I, I should differentiate as an individual. Ninety percent of the time, I love it. 
Um, there is the there are the uh, there are the occasions where, like I said, we want to get together, we want to brainstorm, or you just want to you know pair program with somebody, or or just the just have other social interaction, have somewhere else to go uh, comes into play. Um, but I, I've noticed of late for me, it's it's kind of been shifting a little bit, whereas. And, and I think it's been because, quite honestly, I think it's been because the summer's been so hot here in San Diego. Like, the idea of just getting out of the house get, and, and just going to an office in, in, or going to somewhere, you know, some cool place and not having to, to you know, worry about the things going on at the house for a few few hours uh, has been more and more appealing. Um, the, again, the, the reason we're getting the office is more of a business decision from, for, from John and I's perspective, it's not—it's not that we think our developers need to come work in the office. All of our developers are still 100% free to work remote. Hell, John and I will still probably uh, work remote from time to time. It, it's really just kind of a, a a feeling I have, and I have discussed it with John. I don't know if I discussed it on air before, but there's still—I still get the sense that, like, as a business, as a company. There's, there are other companies or other people who might want to do business with you who might not take you so seriously if you don't have a physical office. If when you tell, and, and I can kind of, I can kind of see it in people's eyes when I'm talking to them. I'm like, yeah, I own a company. You know, we have about ten developers. Uh, that he's like, oh, you know, where's your office? I'm like, oh no, we're 100 percent remote. Oh right, yeah, you've got a company. I'm hundred percent remote. I get you. Yeah, you know, it's like no, no, we're a real company. We've been around for years. We make you know, good money. Everybody's happy. We just don't need an office. Yeah, sure, company. Gotcha. One hundred percent real company. It's like, so I've always kind of felt like, like I don't know. It, it might be a pride thing. I, I I feel like part of it is a pride thing for me. It's like, oh yeah, we have an office. Here's an office. You want to know where our office is? Here's where our office is. Mm-hmm. Plus, we're gonna get a big Diego Dev mural made on the on the wall when you walk in. You thought that too? I didn't even say anything. Well, we're just like right here, man. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, we'll get PHP ugly on the other side, Thomas. Make you feel better. Tell John. John, tell tell uh, tell Thomas where you almost spent your last day at the hospital. Your, at, no, no, at, no, not at, at the ball game. At, at the ball game in the psionic suite. It's, it was with, a psionic suite, and they had it. They had it pimped out with uh, Rocket League with, on the uh, wall. Their, their little video uh, game for Fortnite or whatever it's called. What's it called? Rocket League. Yeah. And, I and, was actually appalled when I walked in there and realized who the suite belonged to. I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute, John. I think these psionics guys are tied to this rocket group team thing. <laughs> and, 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 to, and was, to, piss, to piss Eric off even more, I remember going to our first baseball game together. And he loved doing the, the, the pitching thing where they measure the, how fast you're throwing the ball. Pitching mm-hmm. area box thingy. Buy three balls for five bucks or whatever. Yeah, Psionics kind of said, get rid of that, and we're going to put in some Rocket League games here. Nice. So now there's. Yeah, they did. They totally did. So now there's a a sectioned off place. You can walk in there, you can play a little Rocket League instead of watching the baseball game. To the public, no less. So I tell you what I did. I tell you what I did. As soon as I realized where I was, 12 innings later, I was out of there. (laughs) 
12 innings. I bailed. I said, this is it. I'm leaving. Crawling on his <laughs> knees. All the traffic clears. I'm walking out. <laughs> is that keg still open? Is that keg? I just I'm, I have to I have to wait. I was surprised. I was actually, and, and I mean, so first thing, if you've never been to a suite at a baseball game, I'm, I'm a baseball fan. I love going to baseball games. Just what? in general, the suite ruins you. You go to a suite and you're like. I've been, I've been a scrub my entire life. This is how real people live. <laughs> That's the point of it, awesome. isn't it? It's supposed to make oh, you feel inferior. It, it but does they a good have, job. <laughs> they have that whole uh, the Rocket League thing just like pimped out in there. I mean, it, it looks good. Oh. It, it was the first. I, I've been to a couple games and they have had the opportunity to be in their suites. And all season long, they didn't. They, they were talking about doing it, but they hadn't done it. And this game, of course, the last game of the season. Uh, they had everything pimped out. It's like, that's pretty good. But you know what they didn't have? They didn't have Rocket League in there in the suite. It's like, what? <laughs> How's that possible? How do you not actually have the game here in the suite? Well, there's a giant so, window that faces a baseball field. <laughs> well, there's also a huge television, which always gets turned to another station and is never on the game. Yeah, because well, the game's on the other giant television that takes up a whole wall. That's made out I'm of saying glass. there's a television there. That people don't watch the game on, that they could be playing their little video yeah. chess game on. No one actually it's likes chess, baseball. Right? Is that what? I, I, I think it's chess. I don't know what the game is. I've never played it. Rocket, but. rocket chess. Rocket chess. <laughs> That's yeah. an idea for a for a spinoff. So, so Thomas, had I not been having a heart attack that day, I probably would have taken some pictures for you and sent them to you, like. <laughs> Like dropped like, hey. three ranks. Thanks, heart attack. <laughs> I didn't even th- I didn't even think about that. <laughs> like, are you jealous we're here? <laughs> uh, you should have just taken one of me looking grumpy in front of the in front of the wall. That one wall was gorgeous. Like the 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 wall in the main room. Right. So, keep ah. in mind, you Thomas, you have your own bathroom in the suites. Like you don't even need to walk outside. There's like a bathroom in the. Su- oh. There's a refrigerator in the suite. Literally the it's only like way you'll get me to a baseball crazy. game. Oh, it's it's it's. Man, I am so I'm so envious of people. I've always been envious of people in the suites, and now I'm just more so. It, yeah. It's like it's like flying first class. It's like you should never fly first class because you can never fly again unless it's first class. Yeah, I got like, upgraded to first class once, and that was the worst. You should never do that. You should never get a taste of it unless you can fully commit. Don't take. Don't get a taste of it unless you can fully commit. I remember working at... The, my last job that I had when I was in Florida and going to a convention and being flown first class. And I was like, this is the way to live. <laughs> I didn't have to pay for the ticket at all. It was perfect. Especially when you're going all to right. a convention do, where all you're going to do is be drinking there. So, Do we want to talk about any any, uh, any coding stuff? Any yes. Stuff? Guess what I mean, month we, it is. We, we, we got criticized. We got criticized last week. No. <laughs> We got criticized last week. We're like, what's going on with PHB Ugly? For like the last couple of shows, they've been talking about development. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Now, don't you feel bad? You gave John a heart attack. (laughs) It's Hacktoberfest. It's Hacktoberfest. Hey, John, you need to throw some uh, heart attack uh, links in the show notes, like your blog post and, and crap like that. Yeah, how not to have a heart attack. 
Hacktoberfest. Uh, I don't remember this in the past. I so I, I went to Hacktoberfest. I logged in. You log in with uh, your GitHub uh, account. There's actually, you, you can actually see your your progress now on the Hacktoberfest site. Hacktoberfest.digitalocean.com If you log in, you have a stats page and it shows you uh, how many PRs you have open, how many uh, participating repositories you're contributing to, um, uh, ch a challenge completions to date. Oh, uh, that's yeah. depressing. Yeah, yeah, mine's all empty. I need to. I need mine to says divide by zero error. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that was uh, that was cool. So, Laravel is. All over Hacktoberfest for translations. So I know we have a mm. lot of we have a lot of foreign listeners, a lot of people in Japan and Brazil and other places. Um, so yeah, if you're bilingual, check out the Hacktoberfest uh, translations for Laravel because there's there's a ton of translation requests in. In there, England, Australia, all those places. Looking for neither, neither of those. <laughs> Both wrong. <laughs> it's funny to me, Canada. Don't don't leave Canada out of this. Could they speak French too? And not from what I hear, all my Canadian friends that I that I speak to say there's a very there are very few pockets of Canada that that adhere to French, but most but most of them forget it you by mean, the time they're out of school. You mean Sean? I have more than one Canadian friend. I have more than one Canadian friend. Thank you, man. Matter of fact, I I just realized you know most of my friends, most of my friends are out of this country. I don't know what that says about me, but like <laughs> like people who are like local to me don't seem to want to be my friend. I don't know why that is. Well, exactly. no, they start out local, then they move away from you. I've noticed. That's true. That's I just love the, I love the idea of you asking Sean if if anyone speaks French, and he just says, "Not that I've heard." So mean. You're such a dick. You're, people call me the dick. You're the dick. You're the, remember, honestly, remember you saying, you not let you know if you're being insensitive. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> had I not told you that he was deaf, I had no idea. Him? I had you no idea. idea, right? No. The guy, the guy is a magician. I mean, he's not 100% deaf. I, I always say he's 100% deaf because I exaggerate. Well, he's got but, the cochlear implants, though. I mean, without those, he is. And he, he, sh no, 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 he's not 100% deaf even without those. He, he's corrected me on this in the past. What? But he, sh he showed me his, his uh, interface to that thing. And like, I'm envious. I'm like, I want, I want hearing aids. That's cool. I want those. He's got like bionic ears, man. He can like, he can change the direction of what he's listening to and he can filter out certain things. I mean, he's got all these different filters and interfaces on his phone that he uses for the, and, I don't speak the clearest English, and I mumble a lot, and I'm. It's just I know this. I know I have a speech impediment. He okay, whiskey does ever, not count as a speech impediment. He hardly ever has a problem understanding me. He listens. Do, do they uh, do they work as amazing. a Bluetooth speaker though? Can he like play music from his phone? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously? What? Matter, matter of fact, that's what confuses because what it doesn't do is it doesn't do both. Uh, that's my understanding. So when he has, when he's listening Even to better, music, always canceling built in. Right. <laughs> when he's listening to music, 
his wife will start talking to him and you know then he's got to switch it over and he she realizes oh you you were listening to me this whole time you're listening to music but yes it, it does it works like that wow yeah it's crazy okay, so now yeah now i'm getting envious I, I'm completely envious of his bionic ears, and it's so ir- irrational. Until he's got the, I want bionic ears. Until he's got the phone that I have that dies after like an hour of use, and then he get pissed off. Well, I don't. I don't think it changes his. I mean, the ears are separate. He just the the phone configures it. it it's not it's right, not but, dependent. Right, but you put it into listen to music mode. Your phone dies. You no longer have music, and it doesn't ah. put it back in the other mode to hear. Do you know what I would kill if? For 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 a the kids are home mode. Kids, what what would a kids at home mode be? It'd be just whatever's playing on my computer, nothing else. <laughs> Even if it was just silence. Just you you just have those uh those ambient noise websites going like like you're in a coffee shop. Kids yeah. are like screaming their yeah. asses off, and you're just does, hearing like glasses ting together. Does that not sound like a superpower? Because I'm pretty sure that's a superpower. <laughs> no. I'm- I'm pretty sure it's called neglect, but I don't know. I could be wrong. <laughs> no, not at this point. <laughs> Wait, I, I talked to a cop here in Colorado once, and, and he just I was telling him problems I was having. He just looked at me and said, you know you can beat them here, right? <laughs> <laughs> this ain't California. Sometimes they need to go to whacking. <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. I was interested to learn... To, to kind of change subjects, uh, I was interested to learn that a few of our conference attendees took advantage of California's cannabis law while they were here. And uh, I, I have jokingly said a couple times that we should mention that, like just kind of remind people that pot is legal here in California just to see if it you know perked any interests. I was even going to go as far as to call the hotel and understand try to get an understanding of what the rules were around it because there are laws you can't in, in you California. can't in a commercial location yeah it's right. gotta be your it, house it, it basically has to be where you live it has to be a resident um right. yeah exactly so which is not true in Canada they they just ruled that any place you can smoke cigarettes you can smoke marijuana no they didn't did they, they really? absolutely did interesting hmm so I think the have you signed that also, lease yet? Because we can move to we can move to Canada. I'm down for I, that, dude. I was loving Vancouver, man. Vancouver was absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> I, it, it would not take me a lot to move to Vancouver. I can tell you that right now. Beautiful felt velvety. Ugh, Every, the, yes. the streets were paved with my hands, man. <laughs> yeah. So so it was it was interesting to to hear a couple of people take advantage of it, but. Um, I don't know. I'm curious. I'm curious how much of a draw that would be. Like, if we made a bigger deal out of it. Like, if we had a a a a day where we had like a field trip to a to a dispensary or something. If if that would uh, appeal to anybody. We'll take you, or we'll tell you how to get there, but you're not allowed to smoke it anywhere. You're not allowed to. Or uh, or it's gonna be a oh, field, well, I, field trip back to Eric's house. Actually, and I also saw. Well, if you're taking a field uh, trip to Eric's house, you might as well just invade his stash. LAX uh, posted that they're, that the, they're no longer uh, searching for or confiscating uh, cannabis. That their rules are, it's legal here in this state where we're patrolling. 
you just need to be aware that wherever you land, it might not be legal, but they will not confiscate, take, imprison, anything. If you go through airport security with cannabis at LAX is, is personal the, use, the, personal use quantities. Well, right, right, but that's right. the um, restriction of the, the law in California anyway. Now, here's the thing, though, is that while that's, but, the, but, that's the LAX policy, however, Homeland Security is a federal organization and marijuana is exactly. still Schedule C. So if Homeland Security was ordered to start enforcing this as a felony, it doesn't matter what LAX's policy is, Homeland Security is going to roll you. Well, and my question to that was, if they know you're getting on a plane, let's say they know you're going to a state like Texas, where it's 100% illegal, it's like, would you really trust that they wouldn't call ahead and say, hey, you know, watch for this dude with, with uh, <laughs> that's, that's... You know, the corner? You know, it's, it's just like, you know, it's, I don't know, I don't trust, I wouldn't trust the government. I, I, think, <laughs> I wouldn't feel it. I think the, the place where this makes the most sense is the the e-cigarette cartridges that are weed where you can just say oh no it's not and lax isn't gonna harass you about it so it's like i don't know until until it gets federally recognized i'm not taking any risks that's not happening anytime Um, soon you don't think no no i mean with the the states with all with all the states that are dropping one by one it's yeah it's still at least four years don't forget that the evangelical vote is what's propping up this whole administration. What's hysterical is my um, mother and sister live in Arizona, which is the next state over. You can con- you can conceal carry a bazooka in Arizona without any license or anything. It's your God-given right as an American to conceal carry in Arizona. And... I've gone, and you don't even have to conceal carry. You can you can openly carry. It doesn't have. To, it's not like hey, if you're going to carry a gun, conceal it. No, you you can just carry. You can conceal it, or you cannot conceal it. And I've been in a store, which the store the it was actually an AT and T store, and she's like, yeah, technically he's not supposed to be in here with that. We have a sign out front, but uh, I'm sitting in a store, and this old guy comes down, sits down, and has like this uh, 45 on on his hip, just strapped to his hip. I'm like, oh. It's like, why does this guy have a gun here? What's going on? <laughs> but but all that's perfectly fine, but let's not legalize cannabis in Arizona because you know, you it might get it might mess with your shooting. <laughs> might, well, yeah. It might impact your, your aim <laughs> when you're shooting people. So it's crazy, man. You can't defend it's your like, family while high off your ass. I'm like I'm still so adamant. I think you have this in Colorado, and I've expressed my concerns about it there as a motorcycle rider. Sitting in Arizona, the uh, speed limits there are like 75. I think I think there's even a road that's like 80 miles an hour. Guys flying down these roads on motorcycles. No helmet. No, no, no. And shorts and flip-flops. That's all they're wearing. No helmet, no nothing. 80 miles an hour down, down the freeway. Oh, that's perfectly fine, you know, but... Don't be in a car, a protected car, where you're in a roll cage and you know, covered by all the safety equipment, airbags, blah, blah, blah. Don't be in that car without a seatbelt. And by God's sake, don't have cannabis in that car. Because, you know, none of that's good. But that guy driving, a, <laughs> carrying a gun in his waistband 
and no helmet at 80 miles an hour down the freeway. The guns, that's American. The guns flopping baby. out of the holster because he's hitting bumps. Good God! It just, oh, Jesus! I don't know. I, I, it's another world. Arizona's another world, and I know. I wish it name? was, but it's not. It's so much of America is like this, where. There's a guy with a rifle mounted to the side of his motorcycle. He's not wearing a helmet, and you're like, in your, you're you're in your minivan, just going, huh? That's weird. <laughs> yeah. I wonder. Uh, I have to wear my seatbelt. Wonder what he does for a living. And we have to wear seatbelts. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh. Speaking of motorcycle, I officially got the stolen scooter registered. Well, oh, really? Apparently, it was it wasn't stolen. Under whose all. name? <laughs> John, you're the proud owner of a new scooter. <laughs> I was ready to sell it to John. I tell you. Mm. Please tell me you had to no, ride it. I got that. No, no, no. I had to go to CHP, which was a pretty long distance. But uh, I went down there and today and uh, got all the paperwork done. Uh, John. If I tell you where the VIN number is, you you would you would laugh. Um, he 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 told me, uh, actually showed me, and I'm like I, I can't believe that's where that VIN number was that whole time. Uh, but, wait, um, hold on, let me guess. It's on the frame right behind the front fork. So that's typical for a motorcycle, and that's what that's what I was thinking as well. But uh, if you if you knew what the scooter looked looked like, you'd realize that you actually can't see behind the forks. You can't see the forks at all. Like, oh, you yeah, only see yeah. the bottom of the forks. So, uh, but, but yeah, there was actually, so it's, it's a scooter where it's like, I don't know how to explain these things, but you know, both feet go up on top. Like it's not a motorcycle. It's you, a, the kickstand? Yeah, no, no, like, there's a like little the Vespa. Th- yeah. And there's a little, it's not obvious, but there's a little depart compartment, uh, on the neck that goes down that you need to pop out. There's a little, and when you look at it, it looks like a cartoon or a video game where like everything's gray and there's like this one little section that's like a different color gray where you're like you know there's something there <laughs> it's like like that. in scooby-doo like, where you're like that branch is gonna break exactly. it's totally the wrong color for the rest of the tree <laughs> yeah so he, he he pops this little this little thing out and the the vin was right in there it's like oh you got it and, and he even said he's like don't worry about it he's like AAA would have never believed that that was the VIN, and he would have sent you down here anyways. He was like, I go through this all the time. So, yeah, um, usually when these things are stolen, we find them in water fountains. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm now the legal owner of this scooter, and uh, it's, uh, it's fun. Um, I was going somewhere with that. I forgot, I forgot how we started on that, but, yeah. Coding with developers. But, yeah. <laughs> As we all get really quiet, no, no the, uh, lately. the the truncate silence function of Audacity catches that, so ah. there's not actually any uh, long pauses I, in the podcast. You... Well, you should leave that. You should leave that one in there then. Yeah, no thanks. Do you uh, do you truncate uh, after after you've made it like one MP3? I, if you're a long time listener, you'll know that for about a week, no, for about four days. There was an episode up that, like, this and cut back, and, like, the whole thing got truncated way too much. Um, I I screwed up some value so that whenever there was a pause in a sentence, it truncated the whole pause out of the sentence. So everything was a... It was one podcast that was a run-on sentence for (laughs) straight up an hour. 
<laughs> so what I learned to do was to complete the entire podcast, um, including the, the intro and outro components, mark that as my final edit, and then truncate that right. and use That's that final edit. And if somebody in the Slack channel or the Discord channel says, hey, what's up with this podcast, then I'll listen to it again. Because I swear to God, I can't listen to four hours of our podcast in a day. <laughs> so I don't listen to the truncated version. I just trust that my 50-50-50 values are correct now. Um, my, my value is, if it's, if it's longer than, I think it's like a, a second and a half, then truncate the silence to 50% of the original length of the silence. Okay. Usually shaves like eight minutes off the total length of the podcast. Um, and and it no one's complained. It seems to work well. Yeah. I don't I don't I think may, anyone's I may even have to noticed. Steal that setting. I might have to steal that setting from you. I've I mean, been when, I've been using I, it for like a year. When whenever I edit the podcast, I, I still I still have a tendency just to manually edit out the silence. But I still find that I miss chunks, and I, and I wouldn't mind like just running it through one more time just to get a uniformed. If there is going to be a pause. You know, like if there is going to be a silence, let them all be of equal length, sort of thing. So this this methodology is different than the one I was originally using, which was cut the silence. So if the silence was longer than a second and a half, just cut it out completely and then pad it with a quarter second of silence. And that was the one that ended up producing the bad episode. What this hmm. new system does is it takes the length of the silence and halves it. Hmm. So that that produces a much more natural flow of the conversation. And no one seems to notice, but it does shave time off. Hmm. And God knows we need to shave time off our podcast. Yes. These things run way too long. Way too long. Speaking of our well, podcast, has anybody... Thomas is always the one that doesn't want the show to end. Has anybody well, has... giggled? Giggled? Has, has anybody laughed out loud? Has Have any of our listeners oh learned something today? It always, I've learned something. It always surprises me go ahead <laughs> php unit 7.4 was released go ahead see we got php in there now you can continue with your giggling and your laughing people learn something so this leads into your next piece go for it see buttery buttery crumpets on japanese time so he's at work right now and he's got three hours left to listen to us i i, I find that as an invitation that i can absolutely fulfill it always surprises me the listeners find things out before I'm ready for them to find things out. So we had a listener that discovered I had created a Wave PHP YouTube channel for streaming. That's, that you forgot about. No, I didn't, I didn't forget about it. I created it, and I, we just had issues you know, with, with the stream, so I didn't stream anything. So I wasn't going to tell anybody because I didn't, I didn't get anything streaming. And we had a listener that says, hey, uh, you know, the conference has been over for a week. There's still no videos on the YouTube channel. I'm like, how the hell did you even know there was a YouTube channel? Nobody had. I was the only one that knew that was there, and I didn't tell anybody. I didn't even tell John. John didn't even know I had created it. And uh, so it always amazes me that 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 listeners find this stuff out. Well, we've been joking around for for months now about having a Patreon, and Thomas kept saying, "No, no, no, we have a Patreon." I'm like, "No, we don't. We don't have a Patreon. Why would we have a Patreon? I don't want a Patreon." And uh, it turns out Thomas had created a Patreon. He just 
hadn't finished the process. You know, there's an approval process, and you know, it, it asks a bunch of questions. And ask me how I know that. <laughs> it asks yeah, like I, four I know, questions. I, I know that because I created a PHP ugly Patreon account. <laughs> <laughs> So I love. There is, I I am so in love with the fact that I've had a I've had a Patreon account ready for PHP Ugly. For if it wasn't for if it wasn't PHP Ugly, what was it under? That's what I don't it was understand. under my it was under my account, but it was it was going to be the PHP Ugly Patreon, and it's been like seven or eight months since I just like abandoned it when it asked for an about section. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know. Does anybody know what this is about? So <laughs> I abandoned it. Uh, but, and, the, and then uh, you picked it back up yesterday. Upon the news that you'd had a heart attack, both Eric and I thought, we should take this Patreon thing seriously. <laughs> no, I didn't say take it seriously. No, no, no. So no, no, no. So I, my, I finished it yesterday. All right, so here's the thing. My motivation behind the Patreon account, well, there, there, was, there was a couple of motivations, quite honestly. One is the idea of, well, why not? Like, why not? If Let's just put it out. Who cares? I mean, nobody, it's not like we charge for our episodes or anything like that. Uh, so, you know, I, I didn't care. I, I, I did put it out there. The other motivation behind it was we're getting a lot of requests for things like stickers uh, I've been. I've had the Elephants. idea now Elephants. of doing some other swag, and I just don't want to be in a position where, you know, I'm. I'm. People ask me ask me for this stuff, and I'm typically inclined to try to get it to them, and there's a cost associated to it. So I'm like, okay, well, okay, if you're going to be, you know, I'm going to create a Patreon level where if you if you become, you know, this level, I will we will send you stickers. And you know to cover the costs of postage, uh, that's that's what you'll get. And if we do more swag, then you know maybe we'll make those more levels. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't have a lot of expectations for it. It was just kind of a fun thing to do. To, I, again, I, I do want to encourage if you are a creator of content content out there to think about doing this stuff because there is nothing wrong with getting paid for doing it. I just don't really have that was never really the objective of of our podcasts i mean this is always just uh, yeah. really for the three of us to talk and have fun but i went ahead and opened it up anyways just because i thought it'd be fun we'll, we'll be adding levels and maybe we will start to add content specific for patreons i have a lot of ideas now that wave is over there's a few things i want to fast track that i've been procrastinating on because i wanted to get through wave um, and doing some more things with the show uh, are among those. So I, we may we we may create Patreon content, but I promise you, it will never be like permanently exclusive, like timed exclusives. Yeah, I don't want to be that. I don't. I don't want to be. Oh yeah, you have to pay to see this. It won't be no. that. I, I just that's for my I, other I, but, Patreon. Yeah, exactly. Pictures I can't um, put on Instagram. Yeah. So so. We have exactly zero Patreon followers right now, and uh, how many do you think and, we'll have and, in uh, two weeks? Uh, zero times zero is zero. Oh, we'll have at least one. I'll I'll create another account and put one out there. I'll, <laughs> I'll tell my mom. I'm like, mom, mom, mom. I need this. some money. Tommy, <laughs> Tommy needs a new microphone. 
Um, but if you do have uh, any ideas, uh, anything you want that you think would fit in a Patreon solution, let us know. Um, you, and you do get a nice little handle in Discord. I don't. I, I gave Patreon access to our Discord to be able to tag people, so I don't know what that looks like. None of us are tagged as Patreon because we don't contribute to our own show. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I'm open to ideas. I'm open to suggestions. But it's out there. Patreon.com/slash/phbugly if you're interested. Um, but yeah, feel free to let us know. Say hey, if you add this to Patreon, you know I would be willing to to uh, subscribe or or I don't even know what you call it. Become a Patreon or whatever it's called. I can't believe you got that out of me. I, I wasn't even going to share I, that. This, this I show. thought I, I thought I had something to say, and I realized in the middle of it that I didn't. Good job. Um, yeah, I, our tears, our tears are are not great. <laughs> tier names, titles. <laughs> our tier names are not great. It's yeah, it's 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 a it's a uh, work in progress. Um, so yeah, this is the beta version. Exactly. But I think uh, people I think learn at something. Ten dollars a month. Uh, Thomas would pair program with you. Thomas, yeah, right. I would get you to commit. And at, at fifty dollars a month, Thomas will let you pair program with him. <laughs> and uh if you let me pay you a dollar a month i will be your friend and for five hundred dollars a month you will have a ticket to the next wave php conference that's see that's the thing that's weird about this is it's like a i, I thought it, and john kind of reiterated it for me i thought there was a way where you could pay per episode like if we do a podcast we yeah say, oh, there is i want to pay I can't figure out how to configure that. It's on the tier section. For the tiers, you choose that the the tiers are uh, per content or per month. That's not what I see. I see I see per month or one time. That's all I see. So that's that's my thing. It's like like I would love to have a tier that would uh, give somebody a free uh, a t- not a free would would because they would be paying for it, but uh, a tier that would give them a conference ticket. But that would have to be. It would either have to be, you know, two hundred and fifty or three hundred dollars a month, so that I know they pay that the month of the conference. Or if it was a hundred dollars a month, you know, I would, I they would get the conference ticket after like three or four months of being a Patreon at a hundred dollars a month. Nope, tickets are going. Ticket ticket prices going up. It's gonna be like six, seven, eight months. <laughs> it's gonna be twelve hundred dollars a ticket. Yeah. Okay, so if you go under payments. It's either monthly or per creation. Okay, well, we'll look at this after the show. I don't, I don't want to get into it right now. Well, we're, you're encouraging other people to get into the Patreon game and then telling them we're not going to educate them on how to do it. No. Oh, oh God. Okay, where was it at? Under payments. I don't have payments. Under there, settings? Is, is that under No, if you, if you go to edit your Patreon, there's about tiers, goals, thanks, payments, and preview. Under payments, you can choose Pay- per creation. Payment method? No, nope. I don't. I don't have. I'll, I'll, we'll have to do a screen share because I don't have those settings here. The settings you're you're talking about might be before. Yeah, they before might before it gets approved. Since we're approved, we probably don't have those values. And there's a way. There's a way that to to go in there and edit it, and then you have to go through the approval process again, which I would be willing to do. It's perfectly fine, but um, I just need to figure out how how to do that. So. I think I think personally I would feel. Be- I don't know. I mean, how would you guys feel about it? Like, 
per content or per month? No, not not per content because we Skip this weeks is and... yeah we're already public we're already streaming on YouTube and then all that stuff. I'm already late enough publishing episodes. So you think per month? Yeah, yeah. Just do the standard monthly thing. Well, that's what we have then. What are you complaining about? I'm not complaining. I'm just. You said that there so, wasn't a way of doing it, and I said there was. I feel like you are. So, <sighs> I, so I guess I could. I could create a one-time tier then. I could do that. I could do like a $500 one-time tier that would give somebody a free uh, conference ticket. I could do that. Okay, but no, that's not free. They're not paying free. For it. Yeah. Why not say? Now you're, now you're just undercutting your conference sales. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they're doing it through Patreon. I mean, we it. it yeah, I don't know. Well, something like that, though. I think Patreon. Let's, let's look at what than, the. Uh, I was gonna say. Let's look at the Patreon fees. Maybe it's way higher than. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, think it, I think it's higher than ticket entree or whatever it was we were using. Event right. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That ticket entree sounds so ridiculous. <laughs> All right, I'm hanging up. Are we done? Wait, no. We do. We Hold even on. talk about any code. Is that a metaphor, John? Are you okay? Oh. <laughs> is that code or are, are we not paying enough attention to you now you, you just, is that it this whole show needed about be about you i'm sorry didn't realize my fault no it's on I, me no no, no, the, no we we okay we have are to you cover. tired are you are you feeling weak is that what I, i'm trying to understand <laughs> use your words uh, no i'm are yeah. you? Do you have to vomit when you wake up in the morning? I Are you craving weird combinations of food. I realize you have to. I realize stop it, several this times show is way easy to listen pee. to when you've been drinking. <laughs> You're just realizing that, huh? Oh no! <laughs> Not smoking, but drinking. <laughs> just realize that. Yeah, You're drinking your water. How lo- how long are you going to be not drinking at all? Like the rest of his life. What? He's not not drinking at all. <laughs> the rest of his life, that's morbid. No, I'm, for right now, just because it's, it's so fresh, I'm taking a break. But it, it won't last long. <laughs> that sounds sound like the word true alcoholic right there. <laughs> no, it's it, I, I it's just moderation. Scotch scotch prevents good. heart attacks. Pre- that's what, who drinks a lot of scotch. I do. Who's never had a heart attack? I haven't. <laughs> the okay. science is please, please knock on wood right now. Find something to knock on right now. Hey, hey, you guys know who's never had a heart attack? Me. Me <laughs> never. <laughs> please. The shit I've been through, a heart attack would be welcome. Yeah. Don't say that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. That's there, there's, to say. there's been stuff. What stuff? Elon. Rasmus? Elon. Well, Rasmus, oh. I'd love to hear about. What are we talking about, Elon? Because he's right, gone. We're about one, I, one thing. A, because I called it. You didn't call it. Did call it. Nope. Did not call it. No, you had a conspiracy theory about Elon, about you know him trying to drive down the prices. You never called the fact that he would be booted. As CEO, you didn't call that. You lie. It's fake news. Thomas, right out. Fake news. And you're muted. That would have flowed so much better if you mm. had not muted yourself. He set the stock price at 420 because he thought it'd be funny, and the SEC said, "Oh, that's not funny." Rasmus, tell me about Rasmus, Eric. Rasmus doesn't like frameworks. 
I mean, is that is that really the end of like? Because this video is what like an hour and a half long. No. Is, I, oh, is that, three is, minutes is before I should have watched this then. <laughs> 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 and and he, he he does say it's. I don't know if he uses the word uh, unnecessary evil, um, but he he does say that you know he he acknowledges why people use frameworks, but. He says all frameworks suck. Like he he's not a fan of anyone. He didn't call anyone out in particular. And I always find those comments interesting. Now Rasmus, again, we're talking completely yeah. different level. He wrote developer. PHP in C. So right. Like if you were so, to think of a crazy project where someone wrote PHP in Rust and like the whole thing and how well they probably understand PHP. He wrote it yeah. in C the original time. Right. So, but the thing I always find interesting from people who say all frameworks suck, don't ever use a framework. It's like, okay, how did you come to that conclusion? What frameworks did you use? Oh, I don't use frameworks. Well, how do you know they suck? If you don't use them and, and, and you're adamant against them, how do you know that they've changed so much over the, over the last few years, especially with the introduction of Composer? And PHP just, fig. Just to have, yeah, just to have these blanket statements of, you know, they're hor- they're, they're they're these horrible things. And, and Rasmus doesn't go that far. He just says all the frameworks suck. He doesn't say you're a bad developer for using them or anything like that. But I've heard other people say that. But does he give? And it's, d- d- but is there any background? Cause I, I haven't watched the video either. Is there any data to back up his claim? Like, no. No, it's more of an opinion uh, of his opinion, and and where I was getting at is I'd really be curious about what frameworks he looked at when he made that decision, or or when he came to that conclusion. I mean, has he looked at any of the modern frameworks? Has he looked at anything you know recent? And does he still feel that way? Because there are frameworks out there now that that try to be compliant and and. Oh, and to, to be fair, the video that you linked to is three years old. <laughs> well, is it really three years old? Well, almost three years old. It's two years, so nine I wonder months. If he's, I, wonder, I wonder how this ended up on my stream then. Um, I wonder if his opinion has changed. It, because it came through Reddit, and Reddit loves to recycle content. Uh, but uh, that's probably right. Yeah. This was a speech in 2003. 13 oh, basically basically so pre-composer so this yeah. is before the revolution that php had with composer laravel etc how'd you know it was from so, 2013 because i'm looking at the youtube video itself the comment section of the youtube video wherein the first comment is laravel 5.5 <laughs> and then it goes downhill from there you see different comments than I do because that's not what I'm seeing. Well, the pinned I, I comment, I don't count. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Laravel five five, and then yeah. just because somebody what, what, says what? 2013, I wonder if there's something in the video that said that. Laravel is a bloated beast. Really? I don't agree with that. Yeah. I do. Watch me. You think Laravel's bloated? Well, he released Lumen. Which well, is Laravel, and, and, Laravel minus bloat. You have to it's, include it's not, it. It's not minus bloat. It's just a more 
it, it, it's removed some features and stuff, but what do you consider bloat? I mean, is eloquent bloat? Is what are you considering bloat? People I consider anything consider, you're not using bloat. Yeah, anything anything that's included by default well, that you're then, unlikely then, to yeah, use. Yeah, then all frameworks are bloated. Then Symphony isn't anymore. Symphony specifically took actions to address that and split the latest version of the framework up into components only. There's there's no Symphony Lite anymore because Symphony itself is Symphony Lite. It just makes your composer file huge because you're including right. a million libraries. But so, but in the same way that Laravel is bloated, Lumen isn't. So that's good. Still maintained uh, by Taylor. Still on the same development track. I think they're different projects. They they, they have different purposes. I mean, Lumen is not meant. You're not meant to build a CMS on Lumen. Sure you are. He stated that when he released Lumen. You can build anything you want on top of it. It's just a, it's a skeleton version of Laravel. I don't think so. I, I think he was very specific that Lumen was targeted for, for a problem. And it's, at the time, what he was referring to were APIs. Lumen was built so that you create APIs quicker. I, I, I mean, the, the philosophy of you can always port the code into Laravel has always been there. Maybe that's what you're confusing, but I, I don't think. Well, it's the I same structure would... too. It's got yeah, the same config file structure. It's got the same. Yeah, structure but what I'm saying is, DI. it's meant to solve a different problem. Lumen is meant to solve a different problem. Well, the problem was that Laravel was bloated. It's not... <laughs> if Laravel was Lumen from the box out of the box, you wouldn't need to make Lumen. What? No, you can. What? What? If Laravel was Lumen out of the box, you wouldn't need to... You can do everything in Lumen you can do in Laravel, but you can't do everything in... Everything in Lumen you can do in Laravel, but you can't do everything in Lumen that you can do in Laravel. Right? Is that right? Yeah. That's what you're you're meaning to say. But Thomas's point is that's why Laravel is bloated. I don't... I just don't agree with the statement. I mean, it's... I don't understand what... Bloated to me would mean... It just includes a bunch of bunch of packages that m- most of the people don't use, including the framework itself. And I don't think that's the case with with Laravel. I think most. I think, of the I think stuff that's hundred percent true. I think most people don't use queues. No, I, I don't know. I, I don't agree with you. I mean, it's that simple. Uh, you, you've been wrong in the past. Just just embrace it. It's, it's fine. But and, you know. But do you see his to his point? What he means with the queues? If people aren't using it. But it's still included. It's blue. It's just it's taking it's, it's it. there, getting auto loaded. Speak, speak slowly, John. Don't don't get too worked up. What? <laughs> Thomas, I, for once, I agree with you. I know you're permanently going to be his foil now. So you're saying you're saying Lumen doesn't have cues? Out of the box, no. You have to include cues. But it's Illuminate cues, which is the same exact package as the Laravel framework composer install it's just lumen is just the laravel framework without auto including every functionality but if you included every functionality it would be literally exactly the same it would Uh, it would match i mean that's what a framework is i mean a framework's going to have components that aren't being used i mean it doesn't make it bloated it's just right but the framework for lumen is just the di stop using to i mean Lumen is a is a micro framework. I it's mean, a dependency stop. injection framework. 
where okay, it's fine, just but, the Laravel it's form solving, of dependency It's solving injection. a different problem. It's solving a different problem. It's Which the problem ooh. being that Laravel is bloated. No, it's not. <laughs> I've already explained that to you. But if you oh, if you look man. at Symphony, why why aren't more people using Lumen then? Because it's nice to have everything auto included and not have to jump to the command line to include a composer package. What are you gonna say, John? I was gonna say if you look at <laughs> Symphony, they they did the same thing. They they took everything out. Where if you wanted to be able to send email, you had to include that component because auto loading, having all <clears throat> that stuff available does increase your your bootstrap time. Significantly increases and, your bootstraps. And and here here's my thought on that. And, and it's, I'm not saying that it's wrong, but Laravel is is an opinionated uh, framework where it says you know this is how we handle things. Something like Symphony now is not. So you're right. You can you can well let's take database. You know, do you want to use Doctrine? No. Do you want to use uh you know um. Active record? Well, you know, I mean, there's like so many, so many ways to skin the cat now in Symphony that it would be difficult to find a good, thorough tutorial from A to Z that you may agree with because it, it's so dependent on what components they decide to use. Found and it. Symphony.com. But, what? No. And, and it's it's so difficult to, to agree on what components you want to use. And, and there's so many components now that do the same thing. And because, because the framework doesn't have the same sort of uh, opinion that something like Laravel has, it, I mean, I, I, again, not necessarily a bad thing. It's just a higher bar of entry. That's all. Hey, John, does it seem like Eric's struggling? He like no. wants to be right, but he's not. It seems weird. <laughs> I've never seen him like vulnerable like this. I don't. I don't. I'm in the same camp as Rasmus. I don't use a framework in the main code base I work on, so <laughs> all frameworks suck. That that five point five code base you got? <laughs> five six. Soon to be seven. <laughs> five seven. That's coming out soon. <laughs> <laughs> I thought odd numbers were beta branches. Oh no, that's that's Linux kernel. Yeah. I, I we're wrapping up, I guess. Um, wow, we're ending with Eric being wrong. That Eric's not wrong. It'd be interesting to see the comments on the on this one. Uh, you guys, listen. We're, it's it's not on the Patreon. Eric's up in arms about this whole idea. I want a PHP ugly elephant. <laughs> How do we get a PHP ugly elephant? Take it off. I cannot. I cannot find it's a place not, that makes them. It's not Patreon. It would be like a GoFundMe or something. Or a stretch goal, which is one of the functions that that we have. Our first stretch goal, by the way, is to have friends. I don't to, see anything wrong with that. I want a friend. You two friend. It's set to two people. Yeah, <laughs> if, we haven't we if, haven't reached that goal yet. That's the that's the Zoidberg version of friends. <laughs> two people gave me a dollar. I have friends. That's, that's right. <laughs> and when two people give you a dollar, you should feel proud of of that. I do. I I am very proud. Uh, we met with a lot of great fans at uh, at Wave don't PHP. Have, we don't have fans. We have listeners. What, a lot what? of great listeners. And yeah, that was an incredible time. Uh, so so, what do the goals actually do? Nothing. That's silly. Nothing. No, yeah, they don't, they, don't, they don't do anything. 
There's a squad of listeners. That's our second goal. <laughs> we have a, yeah, we have a squad. We can set goals. We can say it's going to cost this much to get elephants made. They're going to cost this much per person, and you get a two dollar discount on the batch. That's a, that's an easy right, stretch we, goal. To, we can, all we can right, fine. I, episode's I, I over. <laughs> Jesus. Boy, I'm you Tom Rideout. You guys know how to kill an episode. And me. I'm John Gungdon. I'm Eric Van Johnson. Keep it, Keep ugly. it ugly. Thanks for listening to this episode of PHP Ugly, and thanks to our sponsors, the Diego Dev Group. If you're looking for developers who care about the code they create, the communities they build, and the solutions they implement, then reach out to the Diego Dev Group. You can find the Diego Dev Group at www.diegodev.com. That's www.diegodev.com. Show notes and RSS feeds can be found at www.phpugly.com. Follow PHP Ugly on Twitter at phpugly or join us in our Discord channel. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or in your favorite podcast listener. A rating of five stars is always appreciated. Until next time, keep it ugly.